What's going on, family? Welcome back to the Golly Dating 101 podcast. Ishy people, Tavares here. And Safa. Special guest, Safa in the oh, building, y'all. Don't Safa even do Gray like in that. the building, y'all. <laughs> Round of applause wherever you are. Let's give a you crowd goes wild. <laughs> um, thank you guys. Happy Thursday if you're listening to Happy it when Thursday. it comes out. No matter when you're listening, thank you for checking it out. Um, this is your first time. I want you to be sure to subscribe. Go through the list of episodes that we've done in the past. Find something that connects with you, a family member, a friend that you can share it with. Um, but for those that are reoccurring, they're checking in with us every single week. We are super thankful for you. But before we jump into this episode, I do want to say right now we're in the process of trying to find a studio space to hopefully rent. Um, Safa's schedule does make her a lot more busy at work, whereas I'm free. I can do a lot more. Um, but I'm trying to get a studio space because for those who have us on YouTube, we have we're trying to do weekly sermon series and we want to start getting our podcast onto YouTube as well. Because there are a lot of people that they want to listen, but they're not going to check out podcasts. You right, know, so, they prefer YouTube. Yeah, so we're just trying to find more ways. Um, but I'm not asking you to go to our PayPal or our Cash App if the Lord leads you to, by all means. But consider joining us on Patreon because Patreon is a way for you to support the ministry. All the funds are going to be going into renting that studio space because I can't find anything at a reasonable price that, you know, if everyone drops Patreon that I can afford on my own. Um, So, you know, I'm not too proud to beg, you know, (laughs) Um, God is able to provide in many ways. And I believe it's also through the support of the people that, you know, that are here. So many people probably fast forwarded through that part. Um, Let's get right into this episode. So as you can see from the title, we want to talk about confirmation or feelings. I think this is a heavy topic. Um, and and, and bef- before I go to continue, sorry, I was the one preparing this episode and I just pulled Safa right when she found some free time. So if Safa <laughs> seems clueless at any point in this episode, yes, I did not prepare her at all. It's okay. It's not your fault. Life's just been busy. Yeah, But I'm just happy to be here. Ooh, sweetly safe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want to talk about that. Um, before I continue, um, is there anything you want to say or you've ever seen anyone of these, these predicaments or have you ever been in a predicament whereas I guess you question if it was God speaking to you or if it was... Yeah, absolutely. And you're talking about a dating relationship or just in general? Like Both. The confirmation. I want to talk about it all. The moment you said the topic, it just made me think of our recent situation. I'm not going to go into detail, but I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> you were planning on it, yeah? Okay, not right. Okay. Not, I wasn't going to talk about okay. it. Sorry, episode. So, so maybe we, I should wait then. <laughs> um, but if there was anything regarding the dating um, um, that you want to start off with, yeah, I think um, when it came to dating you, I, I felt like there was just a lot of confirmation in um, that you know you you were going to be more than just uh, my boyfriend. I really felt like God God was saying, you know, this is your husband. And it wasn't, it was just um, because it, it wasn't necessarily just how I felt. Because if, if I went off of how I felt, I don't know if we would have gotten married, to be Man, honest. Man, besides that, man. No, it's not you. It's just that I had a checklist, right? And right. so um, some of those things, like I said, I would never date someone in the military. That was a big thing for me. <laughs> that was huge. And you and I had already explored a dating relationship before, and it didn't work out. And I literally no. said to myself, never again, ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't think this relationship stood a chance. 
Um, but I felt as though, you know, I prayed about it. You approached me and I said, God, what is this? Like, is this really you? And I, I really had to go to God because I didn't want to make any mistakes. I didn't want to, you know, just let my feelings get in the way of um, missing out on what God had for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I I felt as though I asked God for confirmation, not just um, through, it was just through different avenues. It was the uh, elders in your church. Um, you know, it was um, my family or people that were close to me or that I considered mentors, mentors that, that I felt the confirmation was coming from. And just situations in our lives that just kept working out for our good. Right. Especially when it came to the wedding. So I, ju- I just knew. So, yeah, in, in a dating relationship, I would say, you know, that that is... Uh, one way I've experienced, um, you know, God showing me confirmation over my own voice. That's good. Um, and you guys know, if you've been following us for a while, that I was in the military. And I remember before the engagement was around the time where I'm picking orders to find out where I'm going next. And Safa was just like, <laughs> if they tell you you're going overseas, I'm not coming with you. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> We're not doing any engagement talk until you know where you're going. You know, so it wasn't until I got orders saying Virginia that so I was just like, all right, then, you know, I guess we can go for it. <laughs> because my fear was I was going to get Japan, you know, because Japan were like the hot orders at and the I time. And I was like, no, sir. And Safa was just like, it's not happening, you know. <laughs> so, I, so I guess that was a sign, you know. But um, the scripture says in Proverbs 21 and 2, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. And I wanted to start off, well, we already started a podcast, but I wanted to mention that verse because it's clear as day that every time, you know, we we get so accustomed to making up our own mind. You know, we get so accustomed into planning our own lives. We're not following what the Spirit of God is saying. We're not right. following what the Spirit of God is doing. We're following our own vision. We're following our own plan for our lives. So if it looks like it aligns with what I want, then it's God's will, you know, but the scriptures is telling us, you know, the, the book of wisdom is telling us that we always think what we're, what, what you have planned, it's always right in your eyes, mm-hmm. but God is the one who sees past what you're thinking. Right. He sees past what you're aiming for, you know, and I saw a quote uh, many, many months ago, probably even a couple of years ago, um, that always stuck with me. It says, when your mind is already made up, mm-hmm. everything begins to look like confirmation. Right. That's I, so true. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want. No, no, no. I just, I just completely agree with that. Yeah, because I, I, and I'm pretty sure I've been guilty of it many times. You know, it's, I think it's a lot of times. Whereas I want something so bad. You know, I want to date Safa. So now, if Safa texts me, "Good morning, good morning, handsome," oh, that's a sign from right. God. Because I said she would text me, "Good morning." No, she texted you, "Good morning," because she wanted to hold a conversation. You know, there's a lot of times where because it's what you want, now everything is just confirmation, confirmation, yeah, right. confirmation. You see what you want to see. And you begin to see what you want to see, and you become, you know, blinded by what God is trying to show you. You become blinded by God's will for your life because it's not as appealing as what you desire. You know, so this episode is definitely not just about dating. Um, I know a lot of us, a lot of you, you're, you you found us through Godly Dating, but a lot of you that know this page, you know we try to talk about spiritual things because... Mm-hmm. You know, there are many people in different aspects of their life, single, married, engaged, dating, divorce, that are listening to this podcast right now. So 
the, the my goal in speaking on this subject and in, in us speaking on this subject is that before you date someone else, you'd know if God has given you confirmation or if it's your feelings. Before mm. you take that new job, before you go to that new church, before you move to that new city, whatever it may be, is that you're allowing God to speak with you. You're allowing right. God to you're you're being sure that this is what God wants before you make that next move. You know, and um, there are some questions I want us to ask, but I think before we get to those questions, I really want to just say, you know, the primary way of knowing and hearing from God is always going to be in his word and prayer. I think a lot of times we listen to good podcasts. I am so thankful you're listening to this podcast right now, but I am not God. Right. Safa cannot be God. As great as my wife is, she will never be God. You know, those pastors that you listen to, the the you know, the, the nice and you know, the popular and whoever's trendy and whoever's number one on the Christian podcast and, and all these things. And we listen to these people on YouTube and we listen to all these people, even our own pastors, and we listen to so many people. But did you take the time to pray and study the word of God for direction for yourself? Because if you don't do that, then it always allows you to be swayed easily by whatever you know, is making you feel good at the right. moment. So that's definitely the first thing I'd say. So before we dive into that, I want to say, Saf, what are some tips you can say for someone in order to find the word of God, um, to find the will of God? And don't feel as though if you repeat after me, I, I guess that that's the issue. Well, what, one what are your tip, thoughts? I, think, I think that's a great point that you made, um, just seeking the word of God, because um, like you said, it's so easy to get astray. So a tip is just seek, seek the word of God, because a lot of times we'll hear voices and it's it's contradictory to what God says. Right. Um, I know you had mentioned this topic, you know, earlier today on a drive back and uh, you said something that stuck with me. Like, um, if I can remember, I, I'm not, I, can, I won't be able to say verbatim, but you mentioned something like, um, you know, if, if, you know, you, if what you feel as though is your confirmation is like, Oh, you know, God is telling me that you should you you should go, you know, live this place and let's say it's contrary to his will or maybe if you go live there, you know, then you'll end up in or if you end up with this person, you'll end up in fornication or something like that. That's not God's God's will for you. That's not confirmation. You're basically your confirmation, quote unquote, is contradictory to the to the word of God. I can't remember how you put it. You you speak so eloquently. I'm not him. Man, she but lying. I, I just be it's, talking. It's the truth. <laughs> he um, has a gift. <laughs> until until it sparks your mind. So there are some. There are a few questions that I believe that you can ask yourself when you're trying to find a difference between is it confirmation from God, or if it's just your feelings. And the first one, hopefully, it, it, it jogs your memory soon, mm -hmm. because I think you were kind of dabbling in. And this is what I was gonna say. The first thing is, is it leading you closer to Jesus? So when you say. You're praying, God, show me a sign about this boy that I'm texting. God, show me a sign about this woman that I want to pursue. And you're saying all of these things, but is that relationship you have with this person benefiting your spiritual walk? Right. Because I get it. She's beautiful. I get it. He's handsome. But are they even saved? And if they are saved, are they helping your walk with God or are they pushing your boundaries? You know, it's so easy for us to say, well, God, I like tall, dark, and handsome. I like short, light, and whatever. And I like all these things. And we make it seem like because that is presented to us, 
that it was the will of God. Right. Confirmation. That no 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 no. The devil is gonna send something that looks exactly like what you like. Mm-hmm. Because the devil's not gonna send something that's unattractive to you. How are you gonna fall into sin when you're not even interested in what he's presenting to you? Mm-hmm. So it's typically gonna be something you like or something that's gonna, you know, you know, play with your emotions or whatever. So I think that's the very first question that we have to say, is this leading us closer to God? Because if you see that you're in rebellion or you see that if you see that you're in disobedience to the word of God, then there's no way that God is behind it. See, and that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, said it perfectly. Because <laughs> God's will can never contradict his word. But. Right, right. No, that's that's what I was going to say. I, I think that um, that's the biggest the biggest thing. That's number one. Just being in God's word and uh, seeking his word. I feel like if you seek his word, you can't go wrong. That's sometimes that's all the confirmation you need. Yeah, and I I think it's just rough, man, because there's a lot of people, and and, and bear in mind, when we say these things, we're not saying that your relationship could never be godly or God could never turn things around for his glory if you guys had sex in the past. That's not what we're trying to get at. What we're trying to say is, if you see talking to this person leads you that direction, as in you didn't make a mistake, no, you're constantly going towards sin. Right. Then that's a problem. No, don't. <laughs> Let's stop trying to make excuses. If God pulled you out of the club, when God found you, you were on drugs. God found you, you were all, everybody know you the person with the liquor. Everybody knows you're the person that's always cursing. And God changed your life around. But in the moment you got connected with this person, you're going back to those same old habits don't tell me that this person is leading you closer to God. You cannot make an excuse for that. Um, you know, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 22, to abstain from all appearance of evil. And I think a lot of times we we try to avoid things that we consider evil. But what does God consider evil? What does God consider sin? Don't go by what America is considering sin because America now has about 72 genders. Um, and God only created two of them. You know, so we need to stop trying to go by what the world is calling evil. But God is saying, stay away from anything that can pull you out of my mm-hmm. presence, you know, because God will never open a door that leads you out of his will. He will never cause you to get a job that's going to say, OK, you no longer need to go to church. He's never going to bless you with a job, even if it gives you 50 K more for the year. God is not blessing you with that job if that now means you have to avoid church. Or if now that means you have to neglect your family. If now that means all of these things, no, God is not the, God is not going to be behind that. Um, another question is, and this is slightly what Safa mentioned briefly, so I'll let Safa talk about it. But number two, what does your spiritual accountability say? I think many people... Uh, um, let, let, me, let me ask you something. So when you mentioned... Okay, in regards to speaking with me, you mentioned you spoke to, you know, people that you trusted that wasn't close to you. And you also spoke with like leaders at my church. Right. All right. So I guess I should say, why would you speak to my leaders? And what were some things you asked? Because there are some people that they may not go to the same church with their person just like we didn't. So what are some things that they could ask or what are some things they should pay attention to in regards to this topic? Um. I think that you asked the first question was why did I go to the, to your, to your leaders? Yeah. The reason why is because this is a church that you grew up to grew up in. So if anyone knows you, it it would be the it would be your leaders. And because um I know the church that you you came from, I knew that I knew your background and I knew that they were going to be honest mm-hmm. and let me know if you weren't living a life that was that was Christ-like, they were going to say, mm-mm, run. So I, you know, I 
I um, built relationships with them, you know, pr- pr- prior to us um, talking. But, you know, when, once we did, I decided to go ahead and ask. And I think some of the questions that you can ask is, you know, um, w- what what is this person doing in church? How are they staying active? Um, mm-hmm. You know, w- what is their spiritual walk like? Like, w- what do you, how do you view them? Um, do you think they are a, a do you think there's someone who's ready to be in a relationship or to potentially get married one day? Why would you say that? Um, you know, are there any concerns that you have uh, for, for me talking to this person? Um, you know, just kind of get a sense of who this person is. And because I think that, you know, being with somebody and, and getting involved with somebody uh, is is a serious thing and you just want to make sure that you are you know you're not getting yourself into a world of or a heap of trouble um i remember before you uh there was another guy who tried to talk to me way 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 before you from another church and um this was a guy that i you know i seen there for years but however uh, I never, it, it didn't really seem like he did much in church. I would just see mm-hmm. him, you know, he would just cook, you know, <laughs> at the church and that was all it. Right, don't, don't, he, I don't want people listening to take hits. Okay, okay, so I won't go no further. <laughs> but I had asked a minister or um, one of the ministers at the church. I asked him, you know, I, I let him know this, this is someone who wants to talk to me. Uh, and uh, what do you think? And the minister legit flat out told me, run. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, literally run. And um, that was all the confirmation I needed. <laughs> Even though this was someone who I thought, oh, okay, you know, I, mm, he seems like a, a nice guy, decent looking. But I, I thought to myself, I want somebody who is spiritually grounded in Christ as well. Yeah. And once he said run, I didn't need no more. I'm not, I'm not seeing, you know, I'm not making up things to see for myself. I'm not seeing what I want to see. I just wanted to, um, you know, be in God's will. And I, I felt like that was a confirmation I need. So I just feel like it is good to, you know, reach out to Lee if you can <laughs> yeah def- well, definitely if you can especially now with COVID times I understand everything is a bit tricky definitely understand that but I'm I'm glad at the last part you mentioned when it was that's all the confirmation I needed because there's some people they want confirmation after confirmation after confirmation yeah. and in Show reality in reality what they're trying to do is get God to change his mind right. so God is protecting them from what they really desire And they're going to continue seeking after something they don't need until it literally destroys them emotionally, spiritually. Um, You know, and I think that's a dangerous thing when we keep on seeking. God, you know, God already said no, but because he wanted to be yes so bad. He'll give it to you. He'll give you. He'll give you what you want. And and then you'll realize you never needed it in the first place. Um, But Proverbs 11 and 14 in the NLT puts it like this. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. You know, so I want us to understand that versus saying, you know, when you have wise people around you, when you have spiritually rooted people around you, then they're able to help guide you in the direction that you should go. Because I believe that I'm a spiritual person. I believe my wife is a spiritual person. I know many of you, you you consider yourself spiritual people, but you are not the only ones that God speaks to. And a lot of times you have blind spots because of your emotions. You have blind spots because you're not as mature as you may think you are. And there are other people around you that can help you, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm from the military, so I can understand it on a spiritual level. You know, people don't just go to war out of boredom. Mm -hmm. You have to consult many different people. You can't just go and just start some fight. You know what I mean? It's so many different aspects. Whereas we may feel as though, oh, America, let's go to war with 
I don't, I don't want to say certain things that, you know, I probably regret saying, but let's just say we cannot do something unless it's signed off by someone else. Mm-hmm. And I'm an adult. I don't believe that I need another adult to, to be my second parent. You know what I mean? I really don't. But at the same time, if you think that you can have no spiritual accountability, you cannot grow into being who God wants you to be. Let me use a, an example in the Bible, David and Bathsheba, we understand that maybe, and if you're not you know, familiar with the Bible, just go ahead and Google it. It'll show you the scripture in Samuel and then you can read up on the story. But David committed adultery with a man's wife named Uriah. David was supposed to be at war where Uriah was. And David finds out he got the man's wife pregnant. So he tries to get Uriah to come home, sleeps with, to sleep with his wife. And Uriah's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, it's time for war. So Uriah's like, no, nah, he's an honorable guy. He, he literally sleeps outside. He doesn't sleep with his wife. David is like, okay, well, I can't pin the baby on him. So put him at the front of the war, and David allows the guy to get killed. Mm-hmm. So now David is at a point where no one knows why Uriah is put at the front, whatever. Uriah just put at the front, he dies, and now the woman is going to have the baby. We all live happily ever after. You know, David is just continuing on with his sin. So we see David had men, you know, he called the servants to go fetch the woman for him. And obviously, they're in a lower position, so they probably weren't able to rebuke David or stop David the way they would want to. But David was able to get them to do whatever he wanted. But it wasn't until, you know, the prophet Nathan confronted David that he ended up repenting. You know, so without Nathan being able to speak into his life, he would have still been hiding his sin. And I know many of you, it's probably not registering to you what I'm trying to say, but there are many people that are hiding sin in our lives because no one is able to correct us. You know, so my point in mentioning David is to show you that his life would have been out of order if he didn't have someone to rebuke him, right. if he didn't have someone to that call him out, if he didn't have someone to be, yeah, I, I know you're a pastor at your church. Yeah, I know you're the youth pastor. I know you lead praise and worship. I know you're this. I know you're that. I know you have a blue check on social media. I know everyone follows your blog. I get all of that, but you have sin in your life that God isn't pleased with. And if you don't have that person who's able to call you out, then that is a big problem you know so many of us and we don't even have spiritual friends in our lives because many of us we've rejected everyone that tried to correct us we rejected everyone that said hey that's sin probably even tuned out this podcast once i started mentioning sin there's but there's so much we have to understand that god is not exposing your sin because he doesn't love you he's exposing it so you can repent and then there's always going to be grace and mercy when we repent it's not like god is trying to send anyone to hell you know so i want you to understand that when it comes to receiving confirmation a lot of times god will do it through spiritual accountability when it comes to growth when it comes to big decisions you have to make in your life a lot of times god will do it through other people he's not only going to speak to you He's probably going to speak to leaders as well. So before you, you know, you do anything, make sure, you know, that you have a strong spiritual group around you. A a third question um, I want you to ask yourself is, do you have peace about what you're about to do? Um, The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14 and 33, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. And I believe that that's important to make clear because there's a lot of times, well, I, and I, 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 I know for a fact I've been guilty, but there's a lot of times I've heard people say, um, this person, you know, they're going to date this person or they're going to do that. And it's like, you sure? I mean, you know, like, I mean, they're nice, you know, right. or you sure you, you sure you really love that person? I mean, you know, 
they weren't really what I wanted, but, and I'm not saying, you know, your perfect little list that you have written up is what God is going to present to you. But I mean, God is not bringing confusion. Why, why is it that you're not sure of the decision? And I don't believe that every difficult decision in life comes easy, but there should be peace about it. Right. Knowing if I make this decision, okay, well, even if it failed, I believe this is what God was leading me to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people, they don't operate with peace. So what are your right. thoughts on that? No, I completely agree. I hate seeing this, especially when people say they're getting married, but they're not sure. And that is something that, you know, that's a decision you, you, you're supposed to stick to. So yeah. death do us part. And so if you're not sure about it, that's definitely confirmation that maybe this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. Um, at least not right now. I was just going to cut you off and say, or maybe not right now, but yes. Yeah, right, right, right. No. So I completely agree. Do you have peace about it? Um, and then what was the other, the other part of the question? No, just do you have peace about what you're about to do? That right, right. No, I, I definitely think that's that's um that's key. If you don't have peace about it, it doesn't matter what the situation is, then you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, man. I believe that God really God, God nothing that nothing nothing that God does, you know, nothing major that God does is gonna ever feel like, you know, minor and insignificant. So I believe there does come a question, like Peter being asked to walk on water. Well, he's like, well, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. Like, you know, I'm this is I'm not about to just walk on the water because mm -hmm. I think it's you. Like, well, if it's you, then I'm willing to do that. So I understand that. But at the same time, he wasn't like, okay, God, you said it was you, but all right. So should I step out with my right foot first right. or with my left? Okay, you said it was you, but let me see if the other disciples are willing to come with me. All when you have to ask all of them questions. Yeah. Listen, God is not behind it, and if he. And, and I believe that there's a, there's times in life when you make decisions where you're not sure and you have to operate in faith. But if you're not willing to take that step, then you know for a fact that God isn't behind it. Right. You know that's just an emotional response that you're carrying on with. Uh, I remember when, um, not to cut you off, but I remember no, when, um, when we were dating. Um, I feel like when you're dating someone and you let, and this is one reason why I chose to keep it not a secret. Tavares wasn't a secret, but um, more so private, I, I should say. Because there are so many people and outside voices that can get in your head. And then you start to get confused as to what you're hearing. You don't, mm -hmm. you, you, you're just confused. You don't know if it's confirmation. You don't know. It's just too much going on. And that's, that's one reason I chose to, you know, just not say anything. A lot of our friends didn't know that we were, I mean, the really close ones did. But a lot of our friends didn't know um, or people in general didn't know because um, I already felt like I got confirmation from God that this is who I was supposed to be with. Mm -hmm. So I didn't care what anybody had to say about you, whatever your past was or you sure you know Tavares is da, da, da. no I didn't care because I knew that you were the person God has for me so I feel as though you know um that that's you don't need to be hearing all these voices and if right. you gotta go to 50 different people and ask them and have a, and, and not everybody's gonna say the same thing then maybe you don't have peace about the situation maybe you shouldn't do it yeah when we, when we mentioned the spiritual accountability prior we didn't mean you need 17 different people to confirm anything for you. Um, typically, mm -hmm. that's like I'm um, speaking with a pastor, parent, right. you know, um, whatever small group you may be in. You have a couple of close friends that, you know, are spiritual, not just the people that say yes to whatever you want to do. Um, mm -hmm. Those are the people, you know, I meant by that. And the last thing I want to mention, this is, you know, what, what Safa was going to mention earlier in the episode. We'll get into that on this one with a personal experience we just had recently, you know, with this topic. But... 
the question you need to ask yourself, is this rooted in impatience or rebellion? Um, Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Um, You know, so I think it's definitely something we have to understand because I know a lot of people on day, you know, they comment and they message and they're just like, okay, yeah, that's a great post and all, but I've been waiting for 30 years, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's so often that they'll make these decisions. And so they started dating that person, but they, they weren't dating that person because, they feel as though God confirmed this is a this is a relationship to pursue. Mm-hmm. They just got sick of waiting, you know, and it's not like God told them, go to that city. They just got sick of where they were at. You know what I mean? And if you're doing something based off emotions, yeah, you, it can feel good temporarily, but that cannot last because if God is not behind it, then you're not going to find joy outside right. of God's will. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think oftentimes we think that every open door is presented to us by God. But I don't think that every open door is God's opportunity because the devil is going to open doors to distract you. Mm-hmm. He's going to open doors to get you off course. He's going to open doors to to maybe even get you some of the things you really desire. But they're not what God want for you at what God wants for you at that moment. You know, so it's easy to to make these emotional decisions. You know, many of us, I think we we sometimes forget that I'm not saying the devil has any power, but He's also not an idiot. He knows what you desire and he will find a way to get you what you desire. If that means pulling you out of God's will, you know, and and I think that there are many people that I've met that, yeah, they're smart, you know, but poor choice, but they've made poor choices, you know, because of impatience, you know, Mm -hmm. or they made poor choices because of how they've, you know, you know, felt at the time, you know, so yeah. So what we were mentioning with our, um, I'm only going to mention a little. I don't know how what I, what Safa wanted to mention, but ours was in regards to leaving a church that you know that we're attending, and and my thing was every reason for leaving was uh, valid. Yeah, right. I guess that's the word. That's the mm-hmm. word I'm saying. So I've spoken to spiritual people. No one stopped. No one is saying don't do it. No one is saying don't leave. No, everyone is like, oh, I understand, fully on board. Definitely have to do what's best for your family. Every single spiritual person I'm talking to, every single person I trust, every single person that knows all the issues that we're going through. And we're just looking like, man, we're over the nonsense. We've been trying to overlook nonsense. And we we found every reason to say, man, this is not, God doesn't want me here. God doesn't want me doing this, you know? And then, so we're just like, all right, well, we're done. You know, we're just like, all right, we tried, we're out, you know? And then <laughs> it wasn't until after leaving where now we're, I, I don't, South can't mention how she's feeling. But I'm looking like, man, I don't, this is, and it's not a matter of having to start over in another church. It just felt like there's, maybe we, we weren't supposed to leave, right? you know? I really thought making the decision to leave was going to give us a peace. And it didn't. Did not. If anything, it felt, it felt, confu- it felt like confusion. I felt like the confusion started after right. leaving. And, and we knew, you know, God is not the author <laughs> of confusion. So we knew Something was off. Yeah, man. Like, and uh, okay, okay, okay. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know if I had cut you off. But so we both left, and I didn't say anything to her. You know, I'm just thinking to myself, like, 
yeah, this is this is probably a bad idea. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to say anything. You know what I mean? Because as the man of the house, I want I want to look like I know it all. You know what I mean? I want to look like I'm not making a bad decision for my family. I want to make sure everything is going to go well with my family because I'm responsible for their spiritual well being. Not mm-hmm. the pastor can do whatever he needs to do, but at, at my home, I have to lead. I have to lead my family. You know, so it's just like. I'm trying to find direction and trying to see what's going on. And then I randomly brought it up to South and she was just like, yeah, I felt like we should go back as well. And I'm looking like, why didn't you say something? You know what I mean? But <laughs> I guess she was in the same boat. Like she doesn't want to look like she's questioning, you know, decision I made or whatever. But it's the fact that all these questions that I brought up to you all, we had to go through it as well. And I realized that, yeah, while God may not, while God may want me to leave at, you know, whatever point, that doesn't mean he meant to leave then. And I think a lot of times when we when we get to the point where we think, okay, I'm making a right, I'm making a smart decision. Yeah, you're making you may be making a smart decision according to a lot of people, but did God say made that decision? Right. You know, and that's what we have to be going by at the end of the day. Because a lot of times we're like, God, give me give me a sign, give me a sign. And a lot of times we're asking God for a sign because we already know the truth, and we're you know we're trying to wrestle with it. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. If God is making something clear to you then you need to stay committed to what you've already known because right. we knew for a fact God has already made it clear, be here. Right. Okay, so what told us to leave? Our emotions. You know, I don't like how something is being done. I don't like how someone is speaking to me. I don't like how, you know what I mean? You can go down the list of why you have all of the reasons to do what you want to do. Right. But is that what God said? And at the time, I really felt as though those, you know, our emotions or how we felt or how... You know, all the things that were happening that were wrong at the church was confirmation that we shouldn't be there. Right. And don't get me wrong. The church preaches the like, you know, the uh, right doctrine and things like that. But it was just other things. And I felt it was confirmation. But when we left, I realized it was emotion. Yeah. It wasn't confirmation. It was definitely emotion because of the peace, the unsettled, the, the, the no peace that we, you know, that we that we were feeling. And so don't get me wrong, we went back because I feel like at the end of the day, you can't let pride in any situation, whether it's, you know, dating someone. If you feel as though you're, you don't have any peace or you, you feel as though God is confirming in your life something else, you know, you thought maybe at first, okay, this is what God wants, but then you realize, mm-mm, this isn't it. You're not, you don't have peace about the situation. Never allow pride to stop you from doing the right thing. Right. You know, so that's, that's when we really have to ask ourselves, are you leaving where God assigns you simply because of frustration? You know, because I know your boss, you know, because and bear in mind, like I mentioned to you guys, we're not only talking about dating. So your boss could be getting on your nerves. But did God say to quit that job? Right. You know, because you can quit and then, you know, leave and whatever. Oh, I'm free. You know, I'm doing what I want now. And then you can quote God is able to supply all your needs, your needs according to his riches and glory. You can quote that verse from morning till night mm-hmm. and you're going to be broke because God didn't say to leave that job. Yeah. You know, so you have to understand it's all about God's timing, you know, and God had to correct correct us in regarding to that um subject. God had to correct many probably many people we've probably pursued or entertained in our relationships in the past. So I want you to understand this can be a, applied in many situations. I don't know the season of life that you're in, but I do want to make it clear to you that you don't want to make a decision that's going to affect your entire life because of how you temporarily feel. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that God is behind it, whether you're dating someone, because you may think, ah, okay, well, changing a church is definitely bigger than who I'm dating. I'm just, da-. yeah, and then imagine you date the wrong person, had sex one time out of a one little night. You guys got a little passionate. Now you have a child. 
Um, your life can literally be altered by making an emotional decision that God isn't behind. Right. You know, so I don't know who this episode was for. I don't know if maybe this topic literally began to get heavy on my heart because I needed to mention, you know, our testimony so you guys can realize you're not the only ones. When we make these episodes, it's things we've been through, things that we've seen that are issues with why people leave church and things like that. So we're not trying to make it seem like we're teaching you and God and, you know, we're, we're on God's level. Like, no, we're all trying to be in the will of God. But I want you guys to understand that at the end of the day, I don't want your emotions telling you how to live your life or your emotions being your God. At the end of the day, if the spirit of God isn't guiding you, you will fail every time. And we have to make sure that we're seeking God's perfect will through his word, seeking his will in prayer, seeking his will by staying in community and things along that nature. No, I disagree. I agree with everything you just said. I think this is a great topic. And I think that, um, you know, even just being a part of the episode with you taught me some things about, you know, confirm, you know, confirmation in, in just our lives and just reflecting on the things we've had to deal with lately and just realizing that, um, you know, just, just knowing the voice of God, the Bible says my sheep know my voice and that's important. And the only way we can truly know God's voice is to study his word and to yeah. reach out to him in prayer and fasting. So, um, I think that's, that's key at the end of the day. You see, y'all, this is why we need soft on episodes more often. Um, she don't know what the topic going to be, but here she goes. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but, man, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And I know I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, and I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> guys, I don't make a strong push for our Patreon because I don't like asking people for help. But I need your help to do what I believe God is calling us to do. Uh, we want to do a... A lot more for you all in regards to the videos, in regards to the podcast. And I tell you guys all the time, I am not tech savvy. All of our Patreon people, they're probably laughing <laughs> at me because, you know, they I, they even see that I struggle on Bible study, setting up my Zooms and all of that. But I'm trying to hire engineers and people that will take care of all that nonsense for me. So all I can do is worry about me and Safa putting out the content. So if you have not considered Patreon, consider joining we're not asking you to be a $100 giver. No, we're do whatever the Lord lays on your heart. But as always, man, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We if you're do. on Apple, um, please give us five stars. Please comment topics that you would like to hear more on, some subjects that you feel are taboo or neglected in the church. We'll love to talk about it. And we'll see y'all soon. Peace. Peace. <laughs>